0: What's up and welcome to Shop Sounds, a woodworking podcast about nothing, with myself, Nick Key of Key Woodworks, Jason Hibbs of Bourbon Moth, and Keith Johnson, better known as KJ Sawdust. All three of us are on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All right, folks, despite the fact that I once
1: bounced a clown check at a bodega, Jason once dated a woman inmate at a minimum security prison because there was no fear of the pop and... He was hoping for that ever-elusive conjugal visit. And Nick once shaved his head for his swim team and just kept it because he liked the way it looked. Yeah, That's pretty gutsy. Mm. Mm. And yet, this podcast continues to be sponsored by our cockfight-loving friends at Bits and Bits, who, by the way, once bought a chicken so they could have cage-free farm-fresh eggs around the office. But they accidentally bought a rooster, <laughs> which would explain... It's poor egg production. (laughs) Now, when bits and bits aren't flapping their wings and strutting their stuff, they are hard at work making bits for routers in the CNC right here in the US of A, where touching is (laughs) is illegal and (laughs) humane, and they are not wearing gloves and helmets like American gladiators. All right. Uh, Now, after Bits and Bits makes them bits, they lather them up. I am blushing, by the way. (laughs) Makes them bits, they lather them up with their proprietary chicken... No. Uh, Astrocoating, which has proven through extensive, cruelty-free laboratory testing to be outrageous and give your bits (laughs) higher speeds and feed rates and extend the life of them by up to three times. Bits and Bits are also constantly coming out with new bits and expanding their tool menu because they love to pop in. So check out their new tools page on bitsbits.com and hashtag baby. And don't forget, they also take the Great American Whiteside router bits and coat them with their Astra coating so they can be fully optimized in your routers and various other motor-driven things that go in circles at high rates of speed, make dust, chips, and other cancer-causing particles. <laughs> and finally... Bits and Bits is also an authorized Festool dealer because, well, they were born to cockfight. And be sure (laughs) to go check out all of Bits and Bits' offerings at bitsbits.com and use coupon code MORSELS15 Mm. to save 15% off your next order of router and or CNC bits. Because every time you use that coupon code, my morsels get one step closer to being a lean, mean, pecking machine and winning their cockfight.
2: (laughs) Cockfight.
0: (laughs) Little Jerry.
1: Hey,
2: My little Jerry. Hey, speaking of bits and bits, <laughs> um, I'm going to London mm-hmm. in less than two weeks here, and I'm smuggling some bits and bits over to uh, our friend in London who we're doing this build with. Oh.
0: I don't think you have to smuggle them. Well, he says- he, It's contraband. He says he can't
2: order them over there. What? So he really? Said, or maybe he does, he's too lazy to order them over there. I don't know.
0: Anyways- he probably just doesn't have the internet.
2: Maybe it is a. <laughs> He's still on dial-up. Sure London is a third-world country, so.
1: Oh no doubt.
2: I'm sneaking some over.
1: Yeah. That's what Brexit
2: yeah. was. They're like, right. "We are the internet." That's what That's it was all they, about. Yeah, the
0: king is going to no change more bits that. and
2: bits. Curious though, because mm-hmm. I'm also taking a bunch of stuff from Rockler over to him. Because Rockler can't ship certain things because you can't import them because of certain wood species and this and that. So I had them ship them to me, and I'm just going to stuff my suitcase full and take them over there. But I don't know. Is it different to ship things versus bringing stuff in your check bag?
1: This is reminiscent of the Russia influx of blue jeans and Beatles tapes Mm. where, like, you just couldn't get that stuff there. I don't know, dude.
2: We'll see. We'll see what happens. Would, yeah. But anyways, Godspeed. All they can
1: do is t- all they can do is yeah, take that's it. It's true.
2: I'm getting off topic. Um, back to what we were talking about. Speaking of conjugal visits, we got some new patrons <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: uh, okay, that was one of your better <laughs> segues. <laughs> yeah, it
2: could have been. That's up there. And uh, We got uh, Mike Mangione. Wow, I like that last name, Mangione. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Ryan Nichols, David Denboer, 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 uh, Denboer. We got uh, Parker Fowler at Fowler Fine Furniture. And then we've got some new top tier patrons. We've got Brandon Cordell and Dave Devanzo at Ooh. Hollow and Round. That's what she said.
1: Ooh, sounds like a hand tool guy <laughs> That's what she said um, And then,
2: then of course said. we got some returning top tier patrons We'll shout them out towards the end of the podcast But if you're not currently a patron And you want to sign up for Patreon You go to patreon.com slash shop sounds podcast You sign up, you get access to our after show You can ask us questions And if you're a top tier patron You can now watch this live on YouTube Where we can not only assault your eardrums But also assault your eyes with our visual presence <laughs> <laughs> So There's that <laughs>
1: Bludgeon you over the head! Huge thank you to
2: all of our Patreon peeps. You guys are
1: amazing, amazing, crazy good,
2: supportive. Love it.
0: Mm -hmm. So, what have you, uh, Mm -hmm. what have you guys been up to? Um, Anybody? Nobody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Jason, this this (laughs) new—I swear your house was already big enough, like for yeah. A family of you six added and now you're expanding. House. You're a family of three and now you're putting on another house. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, see, here's what happened.
2: All right. Here's, <laughs> the, <laughs> here's the short version of the story. About a year and a half to two years ago, my wife and I seriously considered selling a current house and buying a piece of property somewhere out of town a ways and building a house and shop on the property. And we started looking into doing this and the price of lumber plus the property prices currently, we quickly realized that was going to cost a lot of money. And we could either spend a ridiculous amount of money and be in debt for a very long time and build our own house somewhere else, or we could just decide, you know what, this is the house that we're going to be at. We're going to embrace it and just really add on to this house and remodel and make it really awesome and spend way less money doing that. So why not? So that's kind of what we decided to do,
0: yeah, so you just added yeah, another it's a great house. lot too, yeah,
2: it's a good location, right? honestly, we got good yeah. neighbors, we like where we're at, so why the only thing I wish it was a little farther out like of town, but other than that, it's great, yeah, so what is
1: is it just one big room upstairs and one big room downstairs, or what what is the actual well, floor plan? um here? the
2: downstairs will be a full um home gym. Cause you need one of those, and uh, another full bathroom, and then the upstairs will be just a giant bonus room. There's a mini bar and kind of a built-in bed back in the corner, so it could be like a guest suite slash
0: you mother-in-law know, kind of
2: big bonus room. There'll be a full-size like dining room table, if they're not for dining, but more for like sitting at playing board games that sort of thing. Poker. Yeah, poker oh, nights. Nice. Yeah, we envision it when Ivor gets a bit older and has friends over for sleepovers and stuff. That can kind of be the oh yeah, go be loud up there, place. Mm. nice. Yeah,
1: when he outgrows the treehouse, well, I've been in a race Rather with not,
2: the construction workers to see who can finish first: the treehouse or the
1: addition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, who's winning? <laughs>
2: Well, they, well, I was winning at first and then I took a break from the treehouse, and they pulled ahead and then I got back ahead because my framing went really quick, but now they already got the roof on. So it's neck and neck at yeah. this point.
0: <laughs> Are you planning on doing all the <laughs> furniture for it?
2: Um, Yeah, most of it. I have some of it already made. I have a table that's going to go up there that I already built. Um, Actually, funny story. So we're going to London for this Patreon contest build uh, November 2nd and the way YouTube works as many of you know is the way you make money is you get ad spots for each video and the way it works for me is we basically commit to ad spots like a month or two months in advance and however many ad spots we commit to in a month is how many videos we have to put out in a month. And so foolishly, I committed to four videos in October and four videos in November, not thinking about the fact that I was going to be in London for two weeks. Uh Uh-oh. So what's having to happen? Luckily, there was five weekends or five weeks in October – So I had an extra week. So my plan was that this following week, I was going to do two videos, get them edited and ready to go so that while we're in London, I could post two videos while we're gone. But in order to do that, I was going to have to do short videos. So I was going to do like a tips and tricks video and maybe some other little short video. But then yesterday, I was talking to the contractors and was informed that while I'm in London, they're also going to need all the cabinetry for the addition done for countertop templating. And I'm supposed to build all the cabinetry. <laughs> so now next week is going to be crazy because now the videos are going to be building all the cabinets for the edition rather than quick, short videos. So I basically have a week and two days to build all the cabinets for the edition. So
1: And... Well, for what you mean, like the bathroom vanity and yeah,
2: the ba- the bathroom vanity and then like a full bank of cabinets for there's a little like wet bar area up in the upstairs. So one video will be the bathroom vanity, one video will be the wet bar area. I think I can do it. Mm. Cabinets, it's it's just cabinets. It's quick. How many right. how many uh, frequent wood.
0: file or how many frequent flyer miles have you got, KJ? A little bank <laughs> out there, <laughs> yeah. KJ, you want uh, <laughs> come out? If you came out, we
2: could get it done in a day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: easily There's two, minutes. There's two There's minutes. minutes you know
2: it is ironic that when you are by yourself you work kind of slow but whenever you work with me we get stuff done so quick
1: right i know yeah because you don't let me take a pee break that's true like jason can i have a snack <laughs> no no, no. Get back to work. why is that sander not moving <laughs>
2: i know i'm kind of a that's probably why nobody asks to do collaborations with me anymore
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i Word think it's just spread. uh yeah i think because we always, you always have a plan easier to work and get things done when there's the plan and
2: also things. if you have a deadline if you have a deadline
0: that helps mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yes
0: or a boarding time <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> However, that doesn't that you don't matter make with, with Keith. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, true. screw
1: that. These beauty shots are way more important than mm-hmm. getting on my flight on time. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> oh, FYI, we're boarding in 10 minutes.
1: Oh, man. Well, I won't be there. <laughs> well, that's so two weeks in London. What do you guys do? We Have you revealed the project yet or only to your patrons or?
2: No, we haven't even told our patrons what the project is. We do have the project picked out. I will say that the gentleman who won the contest, I think I've mentioned this before, he, um, his wood shop is a six by eight canvas tent in his backyard.
0: Wait, tent? Tent.
1: <laughs> That's a oh. spray shelter.
2: Um,
0: yeah, I think HomeRight makes that. And yeah. <laughs> I will say
2: the project that he decided he wants to make will not fit. Inside of the tent, so that's this is going to be interesting.
1: What is this like a big like king chair for King Charles, like a giant
2: yeah. wooden? You just have to wait and see. I don't want to say it on thrown. the podcast because I haven't even told our patrons yet, and I told them I'd, we'd tell them once we're over there. But okay, um I think it's doable, but it's going to be. I mean, that's going to be the fun of it is just trying to figure out how the heck we're going to make this work. He's already got the wood ordered, so that's good. Um, we're building it out of a local species, which will be fun. It's um, English. Pine. White oak. White English oak. white oak. Ooh. English white oak. Awesome. That sounds fun. So that'll be fun to work with. Because he asked about like walnut or white oak. He's like, I don't want to make you guys work with white oak. But I was like, no, I mean, we're over there. Let's use something local. So. Yeah.
0: What is local over there? English that, white oak. That's it. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I have a it, lot of it.
1: Some, some, uh holly or briar
2: mm. yeah. but everything he has is miniature too he's got a joiner but it's like a benchtop small joiner he's got a little lunchbox planer he's got a very tiny router table he made so I don't know we won't have any domino joiner no dado stack
0: oh yeah, yeah. Our dado stacks are illegal
2: uh huh so it'll be
0: it'll be interesting
2: it'll be
1: it'll test your resourcefulness
2: exactly yeah, it'll I can't be wait fun. To see that
1: is Craig going too?
2: Of course, Craig's coming. All right, just want to make sure Craig have a is coming. Butt. And then me and Craig were um, hanging out the other night outside of work with our friend Colin, and we were telling him about our trip to London. He's like, "Oh man, that sounds fun." And I was like, "You should just come." So then Colin bought a ticket, and he's coming too <laughs> now. So <laughs> uh,
1: is he going to bring all, some coffee? So are you guys sleeping in this guy's tent?
2: No, and then working an in it all day. Actually, we got an Airbnb like a block away from his house, which worked out really well.
0: So oh, that's uh, nice.
2: And, and while we're over a slightly, there,
0: slightly, slightly bigger tent. Well, <laughs>
2: while we're over there, the village that he is from is known for having the world's largest bonfire celebration. And it just happens to be one of the days that we're there. There's this giant bonfire and they have to like board up all the shops in the city because people are throwing like Molotov cocktails and fireworks and- Jeez. It's supposed to get pretty crazy. I'm excited. Wow. Yeah. So if all of this fails and the project doesn't work out, we'll just add it to the bonfire. (laughs) You know? Perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, that'll be fun.
2: That'll be a good time. Yeah, can't wait to
1: follow along in your stories on that one, even though you'll be six hours ahead of time.
0: That's true. Yeah, really. Just wait till it's night time and mm. then post. I right? was thinking about
2: that with YouTube because I'll post two videos while I'm over there. And I should probably still post them at the same time I normally do our time versus that time. I think yeah. so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, do that. Just pretend you're not even there.
2: Okay. I got a video coming out tomorrow, and I will say, this is probably the most fun I've had filming a video in a long time. (laughs) It's a good one. It's all like smaller handmade gifts that you can make in a day or less, but some of them are kind of goofy, and me and Craig had a lot of fun. We attempted, and you'll have to watch the video to see if we're successful, but to make a gunpowder scented candle. Mm,
1: That sounds explosive. It was... uh, It
0: was... Went off without a hitch? Yeah. Was it it a one use only? (laughs) Um, You'll have to. Single use only?
2: You can watch the video. It's, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of a proper way to describe it. (laughs) Don't don't try it at home. We'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) We're experienced professionals. It still amazes me the things you can just go to the store and buy. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Gunpowder. Yeah. Like a big jar of gunpowder.
0: Okay, yeah. here you go. Well, I mean, just the fact that you could buy Tanrite over I the shelf—I mean, yeah. high explosives, no that's problem. A, that's a bomb, America. Yeah, but
1: you can't buy, you can't, um, you can't buy cold medicine without showing your ID.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, if you want Sudafed in this state, yeah, right. Yeah, that's right, ID. Jason. Yeah, you had to buy it here.
2: I know. Yeah, there's certain states that when I travel to, I always stock up on Sudafed because you have to have a prescription in Oregon to get
0: it. Oh, really? Yeah, every every drug is for everybody.
1: It's legal.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny now, yeah, because now all the hard drugs are like basically legalized, but you still have to have a prescription for Sudafed.
0: Mm. That doesn't make any sense.
2: No, I know. It's ridiculous. Man. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Well. Well, speaking of the uh, non tree house, tree house, how, how's that been? You it's went been vertical. It's been good to you
2: guys. You saw the framing. Yeah.
0: I saw the framing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: actually, you know, it made me kind of want to build a house or something sometime. Framing is actually really satisfying because it happens so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? I mean, versus like furniture, everything's going to be nice and pretty, just slapping stuff together. And you got a big old nail gun and whack, 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 whack. And it's four walls. walls are going up. Yeah, it yeah. took a day and a half to get everything framed, including the roof, which, you know, for never doing any framing before, it wasn't too bad.
0: Yeah. No, it looked pretty good. What, what are you doing for the roof? Uh, Metal. Standing seam. Oh, that's, yeah, I remember you saying that now. Yeah, yeah. You're not doing that right.
1: grass thatch like we talked about before. <laughs> like <laughs> no, Plymouth be Plantation.
2: Cool, yeah. A little if same I knew how to do it, I would totally do thatch. Or as they say in Ireland, hatch. I Um, The problem now, though, is now that we have the walls up and they're sheathed and the roof on, everything's so high. So I can't do anything to the exterior without renting scaffolding or a scissor lift. Oh. Oh, yeah. So that kind of makes it hard to go out on the weekend and just work a little bit here or there. Mm. Yeah. So when I get back from London, we're probably going to rent. I, the people building the uh, addition, they have this really awesome thing. It's like a scissor lift, but it's hooked to the front of a skid steer. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they can just drive the skid steer around wherever they want and then hop in the scissor lift and it goes up, which is sweet because it's easier to like move it around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So skid I think I'm going to try and rent one of those.
0: Just borrow theirs. <laughs>
2: Well, I've thought about that because they leave it here, and on the weekend, I could totally drive it over and like do a little work, and then just park it back where it was. And they would never know. No, they're not going to know. Mm-hmm.
1: No. Why is there no you
2: gas in know, this thing? I mean, no. Ivor was already borrowing their excavator when they left that thing out there. So <laughs> <laughs> it's on my property. I actually, had a, mine. I borrowed their excavator the other day. I asked, though, they were in the middle of working, but. This is kind of a sad story. Maybe I shouldn't tell this. Oh, the What'd you kill? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, my mom, she's got this dog that's, um I hate this dog. It's like the dog from hell. Uh I think it's. it's like this dog died five years ago and didn't realize it died. It's old and smelly <laughs> and always in a horrible mood because I just feel like it's got like spots all over its body that it's just like painful. And if you touch it wrong, it tries to bite you. Anyways, I've said for a long time that it's this it's just time for this dog to go, but my mom's very attached to it. But I got a phone call last week or the week before from my mom, and she's like, I think it's time. And she really didn't want to take her to the vet because she thought that'd be traumatic, so she asked if I'd take care of the dog. You mean so take borrow, care
1: of the dog?
2: Take care of the dog. <laughs> like, so I bar Like a like, so
1: Elaine, like, like Elena Newman. Yeah.
2: Like New like a Newman situation. Um so she brought the dog out and <laughs> I borrowed the excavator and I dug a big hole and I put a blanket in the bottom of the hole and set the dog in the bottom of the hole and then I Wait, it was dead it at this bit, point? It <laughs> no, it was still alive. Oh, I sure. shot it in the head. Oh, okay, and then I that's what I buried it. I hit it over the head
1: with a turtle hammer.
2: Yeah. I mean it was it was a sad thing, but it needed to happen.
1: Well, so. No longer like suffering. Like I said,
2: maybe that's not a podcast-appropriate story. <laughs> <laughs> well, not considering that this... I do s- think it was more... It was less <laughs> stressful for the dog than like going in and sitting in a waiting room and all that stuff. Oh, like, right. It yeah, it'd be quick. like on death row. Dog didn't know what happened. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. <laughs> there was that. There was that. And that's what
1: you borrowed their excavator for?
2: Yep, uh, to dig the hole.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll forgive yeah. you for I mean, that. How do Quick you say no to that? Hole. Yeah, you really can. Yeah.
2: They're not going to say no. They're not going to be like, no, dig it by hand. Right. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it was probably just like one scoop with the bucket, right? It was a hole big enough for that dog.
2: Yeah, that's true. It took one scoop.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Ugh. Oh, that's forever how I'm going to measure dogs. Yeah, one. he's on. a one scooper. That's a, a one, one scoop, scoop dog. <laughs> yep.
2: I actually had a friend who, um, he used to work on a cattle farm and one time they had a cow that died and he was told to go get the tractor that had an excavator bucket and go dig a hole for the cow. And it was like towards the end of the work day and he wanted to go home. So he went and dug this hole, drug the cow in there, buried it up and he didn't dig the hole deep enough. But he oh. didn't realize he didn't dig the hole deep enough until about a month and a half, two months later, he was running across the pasture where he dug the hole. Oh and God! He ran put his over foot the top of the rib where he no. and he sank in up to his like waist into this cow underground. Shut oh my out. gosh! What a great booby <laughs> trap. Oh. Wow, so that always—that's oh. just a good lesson. If you're going to do something, make sure you—you know—do it right. That's
1: like sliding oh into gosh. a tauntaun to stay warm. It's like you, just, all of a sudden, you're exactly. inside yeah, really. the belly of a cow. <laughs> inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! I guess it was a dairy cow, and not a beef cow.
2: Uh, probably. Otherwise, yeah.
1: they yeah. probably would have slaughtered it. Yeah, they would. Have, yeah. It. Right, consumed. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> yum yum. <laughs>
1: Wow, man! So, Nick, you got this uh, guitar—the carbon fiber guitar.
0: Yeah, there were issues. So what yes, what happened? I there saw was... some. You yeah, you said that, you made some mistakes. The mistakes were made, mm. so I guess we'll roll the uh, jingle. Oh, okay. <laughs> here is what I. Think. Oh sh! Screwed up this week. Yeah, I um. I sanded too far into the carbon fiber. Oh. Uh, yeah. You mean into so the carbon put, fiber?
1: <laughs> too far, like any distance into it is too far, right?
0: Yeah, In anything touching the carbon fiber was too far. Was bad. I, so I originally put four, no, three coats of the high performance on it. And the first one was like a seal coat. So it was, I mean, next to nothing. Mm. It was just sealing everything. And then the next two coats were like maybe an eighth inch thick coat, probably less. I mean, it was very, 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 very thin, but I was running it through the drum, uh, drum sander to get it flat. And I went through like probably three passes and I was like, I'm going to do one (laughs) more pass. Uh, Yeah. Been there, been there. Yeah. And that's when I hit, (laughs) <laughs> hey, Dirk. bare wood right in the middle yep and thankfully it's where the pick bu- pick guard is going to go so you won't see it so all of that is covered and you won't actually see where i screwed up real bad but there's oh, two good. other little spots where that it's kind of black where i i kind of went through the the carbon fiber i didn't go all the way down to the bare wood but you can still see where i kind of went through the weave and oh, man. it's not it's not the greatest. Mm. And I mean, I, man, I learned so much doing that, that what I did was called like a, 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 a wet lay. Hey, oh, where mm. I, yep. that's the best that's shine. Good. That's right. So I a put dry horrible. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Cause a, cause a that. brush fire. You do
1: that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, look at California. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> so I originally did a wet lay with this and, <laughs> What I'll do in the future is That's the title of the show right there. <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna hold on. Let me even make a note. Yeah,
1: wet lay, wet lays, <laughs> dead dogs, um, and...
0: <laughs> yeah, dog holes, wet like one lays scoop dogs. whatever, whatever KJ does. Yeah. Mm. Um. So what I should do in the future is not do that application for the the carbon fiber. What I need to do is just like a typical veneer and take the entire huge blank that I'm going to use for the guitar and put the carbon fiber over the top and veneer that on and probably do like a vacuum press. Mm. Mm. That would be better than what I did because as I did the vacuum press, or if you do a vacuum press, that's going to make your, your carbon fiber layout over the whole thing more even. And then you can cut out your shape for the guitar body. Whereas I had a high spot and a low spot because of how I laid that carbon fiber over, and that's why the drum sander went through. So how did you put
1: that carbon fiber on the blank? It's like double-sided tape, and then went over it with epoxy.
0: Because I already had this this guitar body done. Yeah, everything was already cut out. The shape was already done. What I did was I put epoxy over the wood, and then I laid the carbon fiber weave on that okay and then put epoxy over the top of that to mate those two together all right so the the weight of the epoxy would then you know hold the carbon fiber weave onto the body and then as it dried it would right but it didn't level out
1: as much as you thought it would no
0: not as much as i hoped Mm. either that or i had a high spot um, on my body that I wasn't. He had a mole of. under <laughs> there so, and it's just like so sitting on right. it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. But thankfully, like I said, it was, it's under the pit guard. So you're not going to mm-hmm. see it when it's all, you know, set Hey man,
2: drum sanders are tricky like that. That's exactly what I did to those, um, Drawer faces with the brass powder inlay because every pass I went, it just got like a little crispier and a little right. shinier. Right. And I was like, just one more, and I was just taking a
0: tiny bit off at a time. And yeah. I was like, one more, one more, and I just went one too many. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I was. I was like, everything is looking great, but there's these one little spots that I haven't hit yet. And if I drink, you know, drop it down like a thirty second, I should hit those. And then I went through it. I was like, yeah. you got to be kidding me.
1: Oh, that's Blumber. like that's like sanding plywood, like walnut veneer plywood. Like, oh, we're good. Oh, I missed a little spot there, and then pfft,
0: right through, right through. Yeah, I know. Yep. Son of a... That's how it was. So then, you know, after I went through it, I was like, well, it's not that big of a deal since it'll be hidden. But I went ahead and and painted it with that super black. The blackest oh, yeah. black on earth. Paint again, <laughs> black oh, yeah. hole, yeah. black. <laughs> How so black I did is that. it?
1: None more black. It's so
0: black. No more black. But it's it's actually turning out really nice. Uh, I'm going to keep this thing for myself because... Yeah, this like, wasn't not, for like a client or anything. No, this, right? is, this was just totally to learn how to do the carbon fiber. And like mm. I said, I'm going to do the next one completely different with a vacuum bag. So it'll be a lot more straightforward and should be a lot more level. Mm. So...
2: I wonder if there's even a way you could do the carbon fiber and then do like another epoxy pour on top of it. So you actually have like a quarter inch of clear epoxy over the carbon fiber. Yeah. Because then you could, you know, have a lot of leeway to sand. Yeah. You'd still see the carbon fiber under that clear epoxy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think in, in the future what I will do is have my body blank be thinner and then allow for a bigger pour. mm Mm. so that I could have more thickness to work with and level off that epoxy yeah. on top. You always want more thickness. Sure, more girth. everybody does. Definitely yeah. No yeah. girth. Everybody does. So what, then
1: yeah. the banding covers the thickness of the pore? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah, so I went with like, oh man, I can't remember the actual thickness of that banding, but it's probably- Six mil.
2: Mm-hmm, definitely. <sighs> yeah, it it's like it's six in mil. metric.
0: That's the, that's the crazy thing is I don't remember what the metric is. But it's it's probably a little bit over an eighth inch thick banding. Um or width. So on the side width. Oh. The thickness is it's probably like a 30 second thick. It's super it's pretty thin. Mm. But it needs to be bendable, um,
1: right? To get a
0: Yeah. But you still need to heat, heat up that plastic so you can actually bend it around some of those horns on the body. Mm. But um No, it, it the crazy thing is after I ran it through the drum center and it went through it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep going. This will be mine. I'll just learn from this. We'll just we'll just finish this out. And I, I cut that epoxy and uh, carbon fiber with my router bit and it cut like butter. Like it didn't have any issue at all. Mm-hmm. The router bit is, I mean, it's new, so it's sharp. But I was expecting some sort of tear out or a little bit of chip from the epoxy. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. It was perfect. And that banding and bits, baby. Get the bit, bite, baby. Yeah. Well, and total boat, baby. Total boat Epoxy. Stumac. Yeah. Total Boat. Hey, you know what? Sure. Speaking
2: of bits and bits, I was talking to our boy MJ. Cause remember, Keith, how many of you have had issues with uh rabbiting bits and wanting to do like a sixteenth inch and not having the ability, and we'd like tape the bearing to right. get out to like a sixteenth or three sixteenths or whatever. Um Anyways, I was talking to MJ and he sent me this whole it's not a router bit kit. Just a a bearing kit kit. Yeah. And he says there's one that goes to like I think he said like 32nd i mean you can go like
0: you can go smaller than that i think it's so yeah, small it's the same
1: thickness as the rest of it it's the same yeah you
0: don't
2: even you notice the bearing's the same size cut. as the blade it's funny because <laughs> the rabbiting bit set i have right now there is a bearing that's the exact same size as the bit which i don't i never understood why
0: that's a flush cut
2: i guess but uh, why would you use a rabbit yeah it, yeah but why would you use a rabbiting bit as a uh, flush i guess cut?
1: if you don't have a flush cutting bit or a I pattern then, bit
2: this last time i needed yeah, a 16th call. inch i tried taking that bearing that was the same size and i tried grinding it down a little bit the bearing on the grind yeah the bearing on the grinding wheel to just shrink it down cuz it was the same size as the bit and i was like oh if i could just grind the whole thing down a little bit i held on to the <laughs> bearing how do you do that evenly the, like <laughs> without it being like a wobbly wheel
0: <laughs> well yeah with a flat i held on to the bearing be yeah. that guy on the highway holding
2: onto the bearing, I pushed the thing up to the grinding wheel so it was spinning the whole time.
0: Oh it was
2: oh. never sitting oh. still. Yeah,
1: just like a machine. And it was does. working,
2: but the <laughs> yeah. problem was it's it so got precise. so freaking hot <laughs> oh. I couldn't hold on to it for very long. I, I know that. <laughs> So then I tried to like make these pliers to hold on to it, and none of that worked. And then finally I was like, I'm just going to tape the eighth inch bearing. But then I talked to MJ, and he's sending me this whole bearing nice. set that apparently you can get on bits and bits, and then you can have every yeah. different size you want. So
1: get me one of them. I have can, a ton of bearings, can, but none of any them, kind of router. but it'd be nice to have all the sizes.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is nice to have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So as I was saying, it cut like butter. Mm with that rabbiting bit. Mm. But, uh, and then the acetone was perfect for a hearing the binding to the body and everything was great. So then I finished off painting the back and sides with that 3.0 black, 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 super black mm. paint. And then
2: did you do like a clear cut over that or?
0: Yes. But first I scraped the binding because mm. I didn't care about painting the binding. I just painted right over the binding. Oh, yeah. I saw your little video yeah, using scraper. your, um, Stumac? Yeah.
2: Razor blade scraper. Yeah.
0: And I just use a razor blade and a dowel. I cut the end off a sponge uh, brush. Oh, yeah. And then place that razor blade into the end of that so that I would have like a stop. So the dowel act as uh. like a stop on the body. And then I could run that dowel along the body and it would uh, a like a bearing. on your on your body.
2: Do exactly you put like a, a bearing, a, yeah.
0: Do you put a burr on the razor blade? Straight, no, just regular old razor blade. Wow, cuts great. I never knew it's just a scraper. Oh no, it's perfect. Cool. You
2: mentioned acetone, and that made me think of something I learned this week. (laughs) Is I worked with um, teak for the first time in my life. Oh, and I never realized that when you glue teak to teak, you have to wipe down every seam with acetone before you glue it up to get rid of the surface oil. oil. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, someone told me that before I glued it up. What were you working with teak for? I made a little, um, I don't know what you call it, but it's like a tray thing that spans over the top of a bathtub, you know, when you're sitting in the bathtub. Oh, and, a
0: teak tray. Yeah.
2: So. <laughs> and teak seemed like the most cost-effective thing use.
0: <laughs> yeah, readily um, available yeah, at the right box, at, box right store. At Home Depot. One
2: board of teak, it had to have been maybe five inches wide think eight feet long, $175. Oh, my gosh. So.
1: Wow, $20 a linear foot.
2: But I got to say. That was quick. I wish. <laughs> nice. That that stuff wasn't so expensive because it was a joy to work with. I love that
0: stuff. It's nice. Can you feel the oil on it when you touch it? Oh, absolutely.
2: Yes, 100%. You run your hand on it, you can feel how oily it is. It's crazy. But it's got such a beautiful, like, straight vertical grain. It just looks so cool. Mm. I would build everything out of teak from this point on if it wasn't ridiculously expensive.
0: Yeah, really. What's a teak tree look like? (laughs) Um, it's It's like kind of
2: carved. It's got arms and like these big old teeth and these big eyes. (laughs) I know that's a
0: tiki tree. Always asking for candy. (laughs) A tiki tree. (laughs) (laughs) A tiki tree. I'm going to Google it because I've never seen it.
2: I don't know. But apparently most of the teak you get nowadays, this one wasn't, I was assured. But a lot of it's what they call plantation teak. Which is like a different species that grows faster and is more cost effective to get.
0: Mm. I don't know. Oh man, they look like uh birch. No. Oh. They're white? That's weird. They're not white though. So they're more um brown.
2: More tangled. But they than look hot. like
0: birch. They have like those knots that look like birch trees, like aspen.
2: Hmm. Maybe that's they're weird. um birch trees that just are really teaked off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> angry, angry,
1: it's a, angry They ran birch. away, uh, birch trees that ran away from home and
0: <laughs> became disillusioned. <laughs> mm. Oh birch trees that didn't get enough attention. Maybe that's it. Mm. Yeah. That's terrible. Terrible. So when's
2: the uh guitar gonna be done?
0: Well, um I haven't decided whether or not so Like you said, um, I did actually spray four coats of nitrocellulose lacquer on it mm, a couple days ago. Um, And then I'm going to wait a few days and then spray four more. wait a couple days, probably spray four more, and then wait like a week and buff it. Um, So after I get to the buffing stage, then I'll start putting hardware and stuff. And I think what I'll do is I'll just... Pretty much cannibalize my other Telecaster that I made earlier this year, and take all of that hardware off of that because I like this body better, and just use and the you're neck. Too and, cheap
2: to buy more hardware.
0: Yeah, and because it's for me, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to buy all that new hardware yeah. and stuff. I mean, that's like six hundred bucks. That mm. I I only play one guitar at a time, and that other Tele is it's okay. I like this mm. body better, so. I'm going to put that stuff on this telly and call it a day, but uh, I've been making a video on that. So that video is going to be, you know, hung out in the, in the wind, just waiting until I get this all together, but it'll be fun. Mm. I'll be, I'll be glad to have it done. It'll be nice. So you can immediately start on another one. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I already have another blank ready to go. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I had, enough, uh, I had enough swamp ash that I was like, I'm going to glue another blank up and then I'm going to do the carbon fiber on top and do that vacuum press with it this time. I think your so next one should next be time.
2: like a really cool like walnut book matched veneer on the front. Like make it
0: dark. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Everybody does like maple or lighter stuff or black. You should do walnut.
0: Wal- do a walnut guitar? Yeah.
2: That'd be cool. Mm. I'll send you some.
0: You know Keith's on board with <laughs> okay.
1: walnut. Yeah. I got some. Come um, a little sliver of that slab. I have some quarter curly. Oh, really? Um, that I could veneer
0: up and send you. That would be awesome. Um, mm. Give me a, just a quarter inch cap. Quarter inch thick? Yeah. You'll have to drum really sand it. <laughs> That's fine. So give me a little bit more of good at a drum sanding thing. Yeah, I'm really good at that. I just need one more pass. Oh yeah. That's it. Well.
1: <laughs> start with four passes in mind, but only do three, so do one less. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'll do right. um Yeah, I can book match that. I'll, yeah, cuz I have one piece of the curly still left. Just
2: give him like a year or two. Okay. Yeah, me. Okay. Right, give me a year. <laughs> yeah. Son yeah, yeah. Of exactly. a at you.
1: <laughs> hey, I have things right. going on. All right, you know.
2: I know. Yeah, a lot of things going. Hey, before we talk about the things you got going on, tell us about a uh, Maker Camp. How was that? Maker
1: oh, yeah. Camp was effing awesome. You Man, guys awesome. gotta I had go. FOMO for
2: sure. I'm definitely going to there next yeah. year.
1: It's so much, every year. It's gotten better and better and bigger and bigger and more companies there like Avid had a whole plasma CNC cut up. I mean, um set up there um Lincoln had this huge booth if you wanted to learn how to weld, which I learned folks, I hate welding. You, you so know, huh? I had learned what? That I hate welding. Oh. That's so, <laughs> you know, you what you always wonder like, oh man, it's a whole another niche and a whole another more tools, but if I what if I try it and I like it. Well, I didn't. I hated it. Um oh, yeah. so I don't have to worry about it. And, but it was just so, the weather was perfect. You know, our buddy Shaper Sean was there. So Shaper was running demos and Paul Jackman was there doing stuff, carving and uh, Sadie from the Awesome Orange, she was with Sabretooth. You could go over there and carve. And there was like a sewing tent so you could try sewing, like sewing a little wallet or a little purse. And then obviously you could go forge and all the guys from Modern Forge, like Jeff Vader. What would you, what would you forge for? Like... (laughs) Berries or nuts? Kanikinik berries, yes. <laughs> oh. They have a lot of vitamin C and antioxidants. Or
2: red. Right, cool. They
1: are plentiful in the Catskills. Wow. Um, Total boat had a humongous boost. So people were doing resin experiments, and then um, they laser cut all these parts for a boat. So you could. So what you had to do is take all these oh, parts and use zip ties yeah. it together, then use Thixo, to for the first coat to seal everything let that dry and then come back take the twist ties off and more epoxy and then you could decorate it and then they had a regatta on Sunday I saw that the yeah the every other day was like windy and it was like the least windy day of all um, <laughs> but yeah it was
0: still funny like <laughs> I saw Jackman put a
1: yeah he put a motor a, a on one like oh my gosh yeah, and then he was, and then as boats were actually making it to the other side of this little teeny pond he was, like, railing them or ram- ramming them so they couldn't get across the finish line. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but it's just that's so
2: funny. much fun. It's... Um, yeah, I definitely want to go next year.
1: And, well, last year, Michael Alm and uh, some other people built this giant dinosaur in the center of the field because on Sunday night, that's what gets burned down, to like, the closing ceremonies. And this year, well, Michael Alm wasn't there, but JT... Um, Tromboukis? Um, he and Keith Deason and somebody else, I don't know, they were building this giant jackalope and they set that thing on fire. Um, it was just wild. You know, the only thing that stinks around there is like food options and there's like, I've been kind of, I've been off coffee for like a month, so it didn't matter to me. But every hungover person, like they couldn't get coffee anywhere at this place. So <laughs> we were thinking like almond we're like, you know, next year we just need to set up a coffee stand. Like, I'll just yeah, roll in a fifty-five sure. gallon drum of cold brew or whatever, and we'll just like just charge two Keurig bucks a cup,
2: a right? Bunch yeah, no <laughs> keg
0: cups, <laughs> and just chuck them in the pond.
2: <laughs> two dollars a cup.
0: Yeah. Oh man.
2: Uh, but there yeah, were, Michael Alm wasn't there. He was uh it's picking in Costa Rica, right? Yeah. China White, right in uh, Bo- Bogota. <laughs> <laughs> no, where was he? No, he was in um, Medellin, Colombia.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Medellin.
1: Um, yeah. but Anne of all trades was there, ran into her and Adam. I'd never met Adam. What an of awesome no guy. Trades. Adam of no trades. <laughs> super yeah. dude. So we're yeah. sitting there talking. Anne was talking to Paul Jackman's wife, and I guess she's a vegetarian and she mentioned how she had some meat. And Anne's like, So what are your poops like after you don't have meat and then you have meat? And <laughs> right, we're talking all these things. And all of a sudden Adam turns to somebody who was in the group. He's like, Are you as disinterested in this conversation as I am? <laughs> but he said it loud enough for everybody to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Mm, and lo- like funny. Laura Kampf was there, obviously Deresta, buddy Derek from Yeah. Yeah. Um, All the way from Germany? Oh, Bobby Duke came up from Texas. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was wow. great. It was yeah, a lot of it fun. It looked
2: like a really good time. And I was sad not to be there. Kristen um, from Total Boat messaged me and she's like, Are you going to be here? And I was like, You guys didn't fly me out <laughs> um, jokingly. But yeah. she's like, You can come next year. You can be on Total Boat staff f- yeah. for the weekend.
1: They had like the so biggest tent going go. on. But, like, even you know, the other guys from another woodshop podcast, My Coffee and Peter Kapar and Daniel Dunlap were all there. It's good to hang out with them. And Alma and Luke in the garage.
2: Yeah, it was great. Well, let's do it. We'll make it a podcast thing. We'll do a live podcast from there next year. We okay. should. Yeah, I'm down. That way we can um, expense it. You know,
0: mm-hmm. I'll drive up in an RV. Yeah, maybe with a coffee maker, with a K-cup maker.
1: Yeah, I actually drove yeah. back and forth every day. I didn't stay there.
0: You drove really? back and forth. Yeah,
1: it's like two hours each way.
0: Oh well, that's not terrible, but yeah, it's, it's I mean, not it's ideal. Still a lot. But I just,
1: there's the the accommodations up there are so third world and like, (laughs) unless, you know, some like coffee and, and Daniel, they had, they had a, like a huge house B&B they rented and, you know, other people were, I, I, cottage, I don't know, but it was just too much for me. I wanted to be home.
2: Well, that's what, that's what we should do. We'll, the three of us should rent an Airbnb next year.
0: Yes, absolutely. Then we can just stay
2: there. Yeah. Let's do that. I like it, and we'll have our own coffee maker.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: we'll sell cups to everyone else. <laughs> a legit coffee maker, okay? <laughs> yeah. Cups, uh, no cake cups. No way, uh-uh. like a real What's one. What's a that giant takes those French little, press? You got to insert Ooh. those little beans and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hardcore. That sounds good. Like it, man. I keep I yeah. Is that you, Ding? Too many devices in here. I Everything have things dinging over this there. This is this is my fourth device I've silenced and things are still dinging in front of me. I silenced my iPad, I silenced my regular phone, I silenced the computer and now I silence my second iPhone. <laughs> so I think all of them are silenced. <laughs> so at this much cuz when I get a text oh. all of them ding at the what same time. What about your you beeper?
1: Know?
2: Oh yeah, you're like, yeah you're like
1: beeper you like you like Ryan Howard. You got the woof. When someone sends yeah. you a text, you get a fax, you get a phone <laughs> <laughs> call, you get <laughs> Yeah. You get it all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i invested
2: Oh, yeah <laughs> oh, i'm gonna i sold that technology to Washington
0: university <laughs> wait is that i w o
2: so despite um uh, going to maker camp what have you been are you getting anything done in the
0: shop
1: um uh well kind of um well
0: anything you can talk about yes well i'll talk about it
1: i've just been in and out of the shop for personal reasons but i yeah so i finally wrapped up this project today it's still in the clamps but this little tambour cabinet i've been working on um there were just a lot of because i kind of designed it as i went and because it's so small there were a lot of kind of design challenges and construction challenges that i didn't anticipate um So, that made things difficult, and I had to... There was a lot of figuring things out and testing things and realizing it didn't work and having to fix it, and... I don't know. All in all, I'm very happy with the way it came out. Um, It's just, when you're dealing with something that small, I feel like, because all the little parts are so small, like, all blemishes and things show up way more. Like, because all the parts, Mm. I'm moving it so much, moving this, moving it around, and then you just, like, drop... uh, you know, a drill bit or something. I'm like, oh, Adam, this is like, I noticed all these little dents and I'm like, what the heck? And you can't really buff it out because I didn't use, so to finish this thing, the tambour door, I was, I, I couldn't use like a, a, Rubio or a Rubio or an Osmo because of the inlay. Like I wouldn't be able to get in there and finish it. So I was going to, I sprayed shellac. So I bought a spray gun for my air compressor. It was like a $50 gun on Amazon, gravity fed. And the thing worked great. Uh, I was really impressed with it. Um, and it sprayed perfectly over these doors. I to do the tambour doors, I wrapped them around a giant roll of paper towels that way the everything was like exposed and it wasn't like yeah, on the, all flat. the slats
2: were opened up.
1: But I had pre-finished all of those slats. Anyway, so I didn't have to get finished on them, but I didn't want to spray everything flat and then it sticks together and I couldn't separate them. So I sprayed all that and so that came out, that worked well, but then, you know, there was all these like points I got to like, I need to glue this up, but I need to do that first or can I glue this and then assemble that because I had to do small little glue. It was just a lot of figuring out, but in the end, yeah, video should be out, it'll be out next weekend, next next Friday I think or Saturday um and then I'm starting on this white oak co- no white oak coffee table which was like an unexpected kind of insertion into the schedule but that's okay yeah and then I have a white oak vanity for our patron Matthew Lebowitz. and then the uh, uh, walnut Leibowitz? shuffleboard board table
2: oh yes nice. are you gonna hold on to the shaper long enough to use it on that project
1: So, yes, I got the shape. I had to bring the shaper up to maker camps because Sean needed that. He needed a few there, but I did take it back. But, um, yes, I will still have a shaper. Nice. Yeah. I Mm -hmm. I could not have done this project without it.
2: Just make sure if you put like a cool logo in the center, it's not copyrighted (laughs) or anything. Gotcha. (laughs) Let me write that down.
0: Can I just say, how did we not think about that? I don't know.
2: That Between the three
0: of us, we were just like, yeah, that looks good. That Jesus looks good. We just found it on Google image search. Why not?
2: <laughs> Little did we know it was somebody's logo from their fly fishing More company. Were. They got upset about it too. Well, they got upset. Even a-
1: though. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, I don't know. It's all right. It already. starts it out it really is. cool and then it turned somehow. I don't know. Oh. We we tried to do the right thing.
0: mm well, speaking of CNC, did you see that I listed mine for sale today? Oh, I did see Shea go for sale. Yeah, I, I put mine up for sale and I got a lot of hits and a lot of people that were asking for me to ship it. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nah, bro. I said, I'll ship it to the first truck that backs down my <laughs> yeah, driveway. <right. laughs> but no. Nah. So I'm going to get rid of it. Right. CNC is out. And then uh, hopefully I'll replace it with the uh, the origin. Mm. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. It's
2: a good addition to have. I haven't used mine for a while, but
0: I would. And
1: now the new Shaper Studio software is out so you can design right on your phone or tablet and don't need frickin'
0: Illustrator anymore. Mm. That's nice.
1: Oh, I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. So well, it takes everything from Illustrator and it just. No, you just it design it yourself software? right in there. It's its own design right, yeah. software.
1: I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can import, um, an SVG that you make in another program, but
2: sure. I just don't know why I would ever do that when I have a Sean. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: That's true. So
2: you
1: have an SVG, Sean,
0: (laughs) you don't do anything on the computer. You just say, Hey Sean, I need this. Sean, can you do that for me? (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I know. I should really learn. I have a, my brother-in-law's learning how to use Fusion 360 right now, and he keeps sending me these renderings he's doing, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I have zero desire to do that at all. <laughs> yeah. but I, I mean, it is cool. What he's doing and able to do in Fusion is pretty amazing. It looks like a photograph. Right. But, yeah, I just have no use for it.
1: But, I mean, since you have a knowledge of SketchUp and everything, and since this Shaper Studio is 2D, you know, it's flat, um, I think it's, because that's the problem, is, like, anything you export out of SketchUp, anything curved is faceted, Mm -hmm. because it doesn't have natural curve, smooth curves in in SketchUp, so that's always a problem, and it, like, resizes things when you bring it into Illustrator, and I just had a lot of issues um, and also like an illustrator when you're trying to make shapes, since I'm not that fluent in it, like you need those paths have to be connected. And if you bring a file into the shaper that isn't, the paths aren't connected, it will not let you cut it.
2: Yeah. Even if the well, lines honestly, are touching, it
1: doesn't matter. Like the paths themselves have to be connected. Yeah.
2: I found that the easiest way to do it for shaper was to not use sketchup. I have another program that I use when we do art for the printing business. Yeah. It's called Corel Draw. Oh yeah. Oh, But yeah. it's all vectorized, so okay. it doesn't have any faceted stuff. It's all, like, actual, like, nice curves. Oh, okay. That That's easier to use, but... Yeah. But then I just have Sean do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> why not?
1: Fair enough. I think, why not? I think like, in, uh, like, really intricate stuff, I would still have to do an illustrator, just because I can see it on my... Just as a layout thing, like, for these tambour doors. But for smaller stuff and... Little things. I think it's gonna be awesome because once you once you design, it's like I think it auto saves it and it's like right to your machine.
0: So yeah.
1: it's gonna be great.
0: Oh, that's nice. Mm. My my problem with designing stuff on the computer is always scale. Yeah, like I I I never have that sense of how big is this that I'm you know working this piece out. Whereas you know like when you sketch something out, you can kind of see. I want this to be this random dimension and kind of have a feel for it. But then, like in the computer, it, it almost feels like it's this abstract design that you've put in, and you're like, "How how large is this?" Well, it's like because yeah. you can zoom out, yeah, and it looks small. But then you zoom in, and you're then you look at your numbers, and you're like, "Oh, this is twenty inches long. That's three times longer
2: We had with this addition we're adding on the house because I designed the whole thing on the computer. And I don't know how, like, wide and big something really is. And so then we're like, okay, contractors, build this. And now they're building it. And I'm like, holy crap. That's another freaking house. Freaking huge. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny you say that, Nick, because, like, the
1: design on this tambour cabinet, I drew out first, and then I did a test cut with the shaper, and everything was way too small. It was, like, these little itty-bitty shapes, but, like, on screen, like, in my head, I was like, oh, they should be half-inch or five-eighths. And then when I cut them... Uh, it was. It did not work. So that's what's great about that yeah. machine is you can just test things and do little prototypes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
0: can actually see it on your piece and see it. That's that's really nice. Yeah. Like so, this uh this last weekend I made some some Pinterest items for this lady at work with those. Do you remember those uh those keys from that piano that I cut out along? Oh yeah, a while back. So I finally ended up making some stuff with that for her. She wanted just these really kitschy key holders. I mean, they're just a key rack and it had a an octave of piano keys oh, Okay. on, oh, on I a get piece it. of wood. Because it's yeah. a key holder. That's right. It's a key rack wow. and they were piano keys. Get it? Uh, and I your name's Nick Key. <laughs> and my name is Nick Key. Right. <laughs> wow. So I had to cut out keys on the CNC. Oh
1: my God. The world I is But I put imploding.
0: it in. Yeah. I put it in the software for how wide I needed it, but it didn't look right. And I was like, this, Why why does this not look right? Even though the dimensions say that it's supposed to be like this. But then I take it over to the machine and I do an error cut just to make sure. Yeah. And it was way too wide. Uh Ah. So I was like, okay, let me go back into the design software, shrink it back down, and then take it back over. And then it worked out. But I was like, had I just, you know, trusted what I thought was going to look good and then let it rip on the CNC, I would have. You know, wasted however much time and material doing that versus having the origin and then, you know, placing it on there and seeing the size and being like, yeah, let's shrink this down on tool. Yeah, right. That would be Mm. so much easier. Right, you
1: can scale it. I wish that thing had like a regular CNC or something where you can just put a marker in there and do the, you know, air cut is great, but it doesn't still give you a full... Look oh. like if you could just put a marker or a pencil or something in there and dude, do the I bet thing.
2: you could totally. Why couldn't you just get a thick piece of lead and stick it in there?
1: You probably oh. could. It would just wear down like so fast that all of a sudden it wouldn't be cutting anything. Yeah, like you do your yeah. Z touch, and dude, that
2: we should, we
1: should tell oh. Sean they should make
2: little tiny shaper markers that are like a quarter inch, you know, shank. In diameter that yeah. you could just stick in the end. That would be really smart. Okay, because t- then you could also use them to, to draw. draw.
1: A picture. <laughs> <laughs> just grab the crayons from the IHOP and throw it in there. Well, no, like, actually, a crayon I'm wouldn't just, be too bad. It wouldn't wear out fast. A spinning crayon yeah. that would
0: be great. That's I'm, I'm just, yeah,
2: just thinking crayons, like what, I have a, a lot over? of old Led Zeppelin albums, and if I could find a picture online of like some of the autographs from the band members. And import that into my Corel and Draw just, and then put it into yeah. Shaper and then put the marker in the Shaper. I could sign those albums and people would think they were really signed and you then could I could easily sell them for forge more money. It. Yeah, that'd be a great way to forge stuff.
0: That's right. <laughs> oh my God. Suddenly you're the treasurer of the US. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> they say the number one telltale thing that is a forgery signature is there's too many pauses because people are thinking about it too much. Oh. So if you could do it in the Shaper, there wouldn't be any pauses. It'd be nice and smooth and it'd be well, you perfect. You just draw it. Gosh. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start selling oh, autographed Brilliant. things. The
0: this Shaper. autographed by Jesus. Number one forgery. Um. Oh, did you guys have... Uh, Wait, did you say autographed by Jesus? Yeah, I'm going to do everyone's okay. autograph.
1: Oh. <laughs> he was a carpenter, you know. I don't think many people want a carpenter's... Autographs. Did uh? Did you say you bought something on uh, cue the jingle, Nick? Cue the Instagram oh, yeah. jingle. Let's
0: cue it.
2: Rap we bought on Instagram. Instagram. Okay, you guys. I'm scrolling through Instagram the other night. It's late. I might have had a drink or two. My um, <laughs> my my decision making skills might not have been what they should have been. Anyways, I come across the coolest thing ever, and I immediately ordered it. It was uh,
1: immediately thirty-five dollars.
2: It's a bottle. It's a bottle opener.
0: Oh, do tell! But
2: it's made out of kangaroo testicles.
0: What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Joey balls?
2: Yes, Joey balls. Ethically harvested kangaroo testicle bottle. Ethically opener. harvested.
1: Did
0: you say sustainably harvested? Ethically. E- ethically. Oh yeah, ethically they asked them even, first. They're like, hey, do you mind if we not take sustainable.
1: these? <laughs> you don't need them, right? <laughs>
0: uh,
2: it's so cool. I don't. I can't decide if I'm gonna keep it or it'd be like an awesome gift for somebody. Obviously. Oh um, man. Because anyone that sees it is gonna be like, man, that's nuts. Ah, you know? not all. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm really excited to get it though. I mean, like is you that don't like the slogan like that for them? Day. You gotta get this. It's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, that should be the. It slogan, It should though. be. Yeah. Wow. I just feel like what a good conversation starter. But hey, you got that's a, bottle a bottle opener? Bottle opener? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have all the fur on them. They're nice and fuzzy. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh.
0: laughs>
1: I need to see a picture of these. <laughs> okay, wait, I, I gotta Google it. it. What's oh, it called? My gosh!
2: I'll find a. Picture, hold on. And how hold did on.
1: that show up in your recommend recommended ads feed? I don't know.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh, kangaroo bottle opener? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the Roo Balls. Yeah, wait, can you see that? Yeah, it's called Roo Balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean.
1: It's a nice little pouch. Pretty
2: awesome, right? <laughs> yeah. They're Genuine tiny. Genuine Australian kangaroo ball bottle opener. I bet. Everybody listening who's from Australia right now is like, oh, my yeah, gosh. What those a... things are sold like crazy and tourist yeah. stands all over. Yeah, like, everybody's can, got a like set.
1: Fosters. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're probably like, those aren't even kangaroo balls. Yeah, Those are just. Hamster balls. Yeah, ham, oversize. Oh, my campers. gosh. But I'm pretty excited to get my kangaroo ball bottle opener. It's like I'm rubbing <laughs> a, a rabbit's gonna foot. foot you can just... Only going to open Fosters with it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: At Outback. I think everybody At in Outback. Australia
0: <laughs> says Foster's is not beer. Yeah, yeah didn't we talk yeah. about this on the yeah. podcast? Yeah, I feel sometime? like we have talked about this before. Like, yeah. Coors over here. Yeah. Mm. I want
2: to know how they're ethically sourced.
1: I think they must be dead already, like on the side of the road, and they come by and just snip them. Like, I'll take those. Po- or do you know, like, <laughs>
2: kangaroo meat is like a thing. People eat kangaroo. Maybe they're like, yeah, they get them from like a butcher shop or something. Okay, like, hey, you gonna eat those? They get, get them from a moil. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. A> kangaroo moil. <laughs> you all picked
1: right. a hell of a moil. <laughs> yeah, they cut them all the way off. Uh, a kangaroo moil. You're supposed to take the head off. So I. Did you guys buy anything uh, yeah, cool? I, well, it's not that cool, but not as good as your ramen. But um, I did see some other ramen. It was called. It was by. Um, have you guys heard of the restaurant in New York called Momofuku? <laughs>
0: I love that place.
1: So David Chang is like the head chef there, and I guess they spent three years developing these ramen. You know, they must have taken a few (laughs) a few days off in
2: there because for three years sounds like an ad pitch if I've ever heard one. But they were so
1: effing good. I was blown away by how good these noodles were. It was like soy and scallion. No, it's just like a regular ramen. So it's like freeze dried, and you just boil them for three minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the texture and. Oh, so good so I ordered I, yeah. I told I convinced my sister to order I'm like hey you should try these cause, and then she gave me a pack and I, I just so I had them and I immediately ordered a giant bag of them yeah
2: alright on that note honest opinion I sent you a case of the Ouroboros oh right I,
1: that's right What'd I you forgot think? to thank
2: first of all thank you to Jason
1: for sending me your case of bougie <laughs> uh, seltzers with all different types that's of the flavors the most
2: expensive seltzer you can buy yeah
1: <laughs> I was like, where did the, cause it, there was no note in there. It was just said an Amazon order to me. And I was like, it's like, you know what? I think I had this brand at Jason's and then, yeah, maybe he sent it. But
2: first of all, I love the no, can. We, we weren't on, we weren't onto it yet when you were out here. This was a recent discovery.
1: No, because us. I remember having the cactus rose at your house when I was there last time. Oh, maybe, maybe
2: we had just had the cactus rose one. Okay.
1: So there's like, what, six flavors in there? There's like elderflower grapefruit, which was good. Um, The cactus rose, I wasn't a big fan of. The rose flavor, I feel like, is an acquired taste. Um, Mm. The peppermint watermelon, those don't go well together.
2: (laughs) Oh, see, that's like one of my favorite ones.
0: What? what That doesn't sound like it should go together at all. There was one I really liked and I forget.
2: Oh, you oh. liked the lavender basil? Yeah, right? you told me yeah. you liked that one. And
1: I think the um, drawing a blank on the other flavor.
2: Well, I just wanted to try and broaden your horizons out from you know your Lacroix rut that you've mm-hmm. been stuck in for the last. It's true, 10 years.
1: Lacroix lime and Lacroix <laughs> pamplemousse. That's that's my rut. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so thank you very much. It was. Uh, I love those cans. It has like a matte finish on the outside.
2: Yeah, it's, whoever does their like marketing does a really yeah, good job. Yeah, cool
1: artwork and everything else. It's just yeah, they're weird flavors you wouldn't um, expect.
0: What's the What's the name of them? Aurabora. Bora. Ora Bora. Yeah, interesting. My wife has been trying different seltzers. She got some this week from a company called Hiyo. Heyo. <laughs> Heyo, but they're Hiyo. Yeah. Oh, they have a honey
1: pumpkin. Ooh, that that was not in the variety pack. No, yeah, so seasonal. Oh, lavender cucumber, Jason. That's the good one. I like that one uh, a lot. Okay. And then the lemongrass coconut just kind of tasted like you know tanning lotion.
2: Coconut yeah, yeah. flavor. <laughs> I'm not a big I'm not a big coconut yeah. fan. I hate coconut. The basil berry was good. When I was a kid, I had to get rides to baseball practice with my friend's mom, and she always had this car air freshener that was coconut. And it was overpowering to the point that by the time I got to baseball practice, I was almost like nauseous from this <laughs> coconut smell you in your car.
0: Ugh.
2: And to this day, like coconut and me, I just, it just turned me off to coconut forever.
1: LaCroix makes you know? a coconut, but you know, since their flavors are so subtle, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think yeah. subtle's the word. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, Non-existent? Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Barely there. It's like they
2: <laughs> they they can yeah. the seltzer and then they show the can of seltzer a picture of a fruit. Yeah. Right. And they're like, remember this, and then they send it out. Right.
0: It's all memory,
2: memory-laden memory yeah. flavor.
0: That's exactly what it is. That's why I like it. Because it's just a hint yeah. of flavor. Yeah. LaCroix, they, they put seltzer and then they drop a A battery in.
1: <laughs> That's how I like they, it too. Extra carbonated. Mm-hmm. They...
0: W-
2: they waft a kiwi towards yeah. it. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Did you buy anything on Instagram?
0: No, I actually refrained from buying oh, anything. I, I haven't been on Instagram like in a couple weeks. I've been kind of abstaining. Abstaining. <laughs> Abstinence yeah. is the no, best medicine. That's true. No, I have not been feeling Instagram. Like I've been in a rut mm. where, like, because you it's know, dead. you post something. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but. The last, I don't know, maybe three, four, five posts that I've I put up, no one has seen them, and it doesn't make me want to post anymore.
1: Yeah. Maybe if you had better so content?
0: Yeah,
2: it sounds like your content's just really crappy. I
1: feel like really that crappy. could
0: be... Yeah, that's, a, that's an <laughs> I mean, according to Guy's
1: Woodshop, <laughs> you really need to up yeah. your game.
0: Well, when I ask Guy, he's like, this is some bullshit. But (laughs) I just post whatever I want to post and normally I get, you know, a decent amount. You know what it sounds like you need to do.
2: But start um, you know, sanding some more items on your belt sander, Yeah,
1: or your drum sander. See how many how many how many trips to the drum sander (sniffs) until I sand through it? That's that's
0: a you know that's like how many licks do you
1: get to the center of a Tootsie Pop?
0: One, two, three. Yeah, maybe maybe i should do something like that but every i mean everything i post it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter if i'm doing something with like a trending sound or just random woodworking it doesn't seem like it's getting seen by anybody mm. so it's almost it's like eh, i don't care anymore yeah i hear you well what are you gonna do yeah <laughs> but that's kept me I off just... of instagram which has kept me off of buying stuff from instagram oh. so
2: I just feel like Instagram has become kind of like grimy, don't you think?
0: Well, it like, like, um, it's kind of like a
2: jukebox. Like Brandon Grimes. <laughs> <at> grimes <laughs> Craftworks.
0: Oh, or, the um, segues. Dang it. Fool, I'll Henry, give that an A.
2: Me. Luton's. You got or me good, man. Greenwood, Aristotle. You think Henry Spinal, Luton's middle guess, initial
1: is G? Because that'd be pretty cool. Henry G. Luton's. Henry G. Free.
2: Chris uh, Greenwood. We got Aristotle's spinalophagus, <laughs> Spina Everett, Bifida. <laughs> Everett Wood, Callan Rutherford, <laughs> Brendan Caulfield, Jamie Majeric, Dev Sales, Ray Rodriguez, Mike Leiden. Nice. Scott Holland. Ever heard of him? Elevated. Wood I have. Design. I was just talking <laughs> to him yesterday, or the day before. I sent a
1: client his way. I had a lady reach out and say, "Hey, I need what? this. Do you?" I'm in Idaho. I'm like Idaho. I know one You're person in Idaho, Scotty Holland. Send him his way. Oh, he's yeah. the hull.
2: Uh, and we got Jordan at Rustic Creations. Uh, Eric Spensley, Spensley Design Co. Who I've been seeing a lot over on the Pony Jorgensen page. It seems. Yeah,
1: that's he's a pony.
2: He's a <laughs> pony pal. No, no.
1: Nope. He's got he's got tickets to <laughs> pony the pony Pam. show. Yeah.
2: Uh, we got <laughs> Adam McKeon. Aaron Gregerson, Alan Duranberg, Nolan Russell, Robert Fisher at two red dogs woodworking. That's insane. Can you imagine two red dogs woodworking? <laughs>
1: they don't even have oh, thumbs. Well, thinking, well, if they were if you cut them themselves, clip. you don't even know.
2: Um, and speaking of red dogs, you got Andreas Wiemereimer um, <laughs> from... from oh, Wen Wenmier fin- from Sweden. Yeah. Uh, Yono Reich, Yono28, Nicholas Fairfield at Fairfield Woodworks, Michael Olson, uh, m.j. Olson2181, and Nick Leonard Aww. at uh, Stated Woods Co. And uh, that's it for our returning top tier patrons. That's it. That's it. And if you want to be on that list, you just go to patreon.com slash shopsoundspodcast. Just sign up. Access to the after show. We got a bunch of questions from our patrons that we're going to answer over in the after show here in just a little bit. So if you want access to that, sign up on Patreon. Any tier level from the lowest to the highest gets access. All of them. And you can ask this question. So go sign up. Do it. Anything else you guys want to add to the conversation? Nope. Um, I'm good. No, that's
1: it.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm okay. Thanks to our sponsor, Bits and Bits. Bits and Bits. Bits Don't forget to use that coupon
1: code Morsels15 to save 15%. My morsels will be very thankful and grateful Mm -hmm. and puffy and supple.
0: And and Astra code.
2: You know, I used the Bits and Bits quarter inch flush cut trim bit. Yesterday, because I had a five-gallon bucket, and I was like, this bucket is the perfect diameter, but I couldn't use the bucket as a template because it was too big and bulky. So I super-glued a piece of quarter-inch plywood to the bottom of the bucket, used the flush trim <laughs> bit to make a template out of the quarter-inch plywood, and then popped it off, and then I had a quarter-inch perfectly round template.
1: How did you—isn't the bottom of a bucket have, like, a ridge, and then, it, like, the
2: bottom is recessed yeah. in? Uh-huh, so I just added super glue to that ridge all the way around and stuck oh. the quarter inch plywood onto the ridge. That could have been what? disastrous if I... that all of a sudden
1: like came
0: loose. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. No,
1: no it would have been like a discus across
2: the room. It was fun.
0: Buckets and, and plywood everywhere. And then I had a
2: perfectly round template. That's a great that idea. Great. Should have used Shanks the shaper. A bits, a bits. Yeah. What if <laughs> Of, With the bits and bits. Anyways, we're headed over to the after show. Yeah. Where we're going to answer some Looks like questions. we
1: have our night cut up for us here. That's, <laughs>
0: that's right. A, it lot like a lot of questions. Looks like the usual suspects words. over
2: there. Got Spensley, all right. Slow Jim, all, all the usuals. <laughs>
0: all the usuals. All right. All right, guys. All right. Next we'll time. see you on the next one. See you. Yeah, that's you, Blue.